It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, the border walls come down at last. Thousands make their way to the Sunshine State. Boosters fast-tracked, wait times for the third jab slash to stop the spread of Omicron. The death toll rises after tornadoes flatten homes and wreak havoc in the US. And putting it all on the line, Max Verstappen clinches the Formula One championship. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. After months of hard border closures, Queensland is finally open to fully vaccinated travellers. Families and friends are reuniting for the first time since July 21 and just in time for Christmas. Anyone heading to the Sunshine State must test negative 72 hours prior to crossing the border. They'll also have to apply for a G-Pass, which became available at midnight. Those in the border bubble can now apply for an X-Pass and cross without a PCR test. Police say they'll be conducting thorough checks to ensure everyone has the right pass. Please don't think that you'll come to the border and you will easily get through. Um, It is a case of there is a compliance system in place. 50,000 people from hotspot areas are expected to cross the border today alone. America's Midwest is counting the cost of a series of devastating tornadoes which have smashed through half a dozen states, killing at least 70 people. The hardest hit, Kentucky, is dealing with the worst disaster in its history. This is what remains of Mayfield, Kentucky, America's deadliest tornado in decades, leaving the small city in ruins. Mayfield needs some prayers. This looks straight out of a movie. I had tons of memories here. There's nothing left. The devastation repeated across Arkansas, Illinois, Tennessee. There's no house sitting here. There's no houses at all. Up to 30 twisters tearing through the American Midwest and South. This candle factory in Mayfield, Kentucky, literally wiped off the map. God, please send us some help. We are trapped. The wall is stuck on me. That worker, among about 40, pulled from the rubble alive. Dozens more are missing. It'll be a miracle. If anybody else is found uh, alive, get it. This will be, I believe, the deadliest tornado system to ever run through Kentucky. We were uh, pretty sure that we would have we would lose over 50 Kentuckians. I'm now certain that that number is north of 70. 
The Nestlers count themselves as the lucky ones. The family, including their nine-year-old boy, survived as the tornado blew their house to bits around them. You can't see anything. It's just pitch black and you just hear this roaring like a train and especially when it grabbed my legs and I had nothing to hold on to. I was grabbing onto the wall. This is likely to be one of the largest tornado outbreaks in our history. It's a tragedy and we still don't know how many lives are lost or the full extent of the damage. In Arkansas, 20 people were trapped in a nursing home. Are you okay? One person is confirmed dead. In Illinois, six people died when an Amazon warehouse collapsed. Other workers still unaccounted for. It will be days before the final death toll is known. In Mayfield, they're left to mourn and rebuild in the run to Christmas. A person who's tested positive to the Omicron variant has become the first in New South Wales to be admitted to hospital. Ten more Omicron cases were detected in the state, including a UK traveller in the Newcastle area. Authorities believe people who visited a nightclub there may have been exposed to the new variant. It comes as thousands of demonstrators took to the streets in capital cities across the country yesterday, protesting against vaccine mandates. Millions of Australians could soon be eligible for a third COVID jab, with the federal government accelerating the country's booster program. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra with the details. Good morning, Taylor. When do these changes come into effect? Jody, good morning. Well, they come into effect from right now to combat concerns raised by health experts about waning immunity to COVID-19. Acting on advice from the government's vaccine expert group, ATAGI, the federal government have cut the waiting period of booster shots from six months after the second jab to five months. Both Pfizer and Moderna have both been approved as booster options, regardless of what vaccine you had initially, including that of the AstraZeneca jab. The change will see an additional 1.5 million Australians become eligible for the jab before Christmas, with experts raising concerns about the threat posed by the new Omicron variant. Health experts saying while the new variant doesn't appear to be more severe, boosters do provide additional immunity. It comes as the first Omicron case is admitted to a Sydney hospital for treatment. New South Wales Health advises, though, that person is not in intensive care. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. A major boost for small businesses is set to be announced this morning with the federal government underwriting up to $7 billion in new loans for those affected by Delta Wave lockdowns. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg will announce the government loan scheme is being extended until June 30 and the loan guarantee reduced from 80 to 50%. It comes as part of an effort to fuel a post-COVID jobs boom. The bushfire emergency that forced residents and holidaymakers to flee Margaret River in Western Australia has been downgraded to a watch and act alert. The fire has slowed but still isn't under control. Police believe it was deliberately lit and they're still searching for Perth father of three, Jordan Marshall, who's now been missing for five days. His relatives have posted a social media plea for information. A clever Kelpie is the toast of a street in Brisbane where a fire destroyed one house and came close to taking two more. The pet dog woke her owner at 2am yesterday. The man then used his car horn to alert neighbours to the fire. He said if it wasn't for his dog waking him and alerting him to the danger, it may have been a very different story. 
A world-first device which uses artificial intelligence to predict a bushfire's movement is now under development in Australia. The detection and warning system will give real-time data on fire hazards, saving homes and lives. Technology used to chase storms, now repurposed to get ahead of bushfires. I'd describe it as a game changer. Under the most extreme bushfires, we get thunderstorms developed, pyrocumulonimbus. So we thought, well, if we can observe the characteristics of normal thunderstorms with this, why not move it sideways there? Developed at Queensland University, the real-time hazard detection and warning system even has tech giant Google on board. We have access to world-leading software development and in particular AI technology to enable us to analyse the radar data in real time. Peeling back the veil to get a better look inside smoke plumes caused by raging fires. The aim here is really to develop uh, better predictive capabilities in terms of bushfire hazards. Those hazards being ember attack, um, vorticities or tornadoes generated by bushfires or extreme winds. Providing a forecast of the fire's movements. If we know where embers are going ahead of the fire, and that's what this technology will tell us, we can evacuate, relocate those people much earlier into much safer locations. It's still in its pilot stage, but soon could be an invaluable tool for firefighters. To protect people, the environment and property. Charting new territory in bushfire detection. Josh Ribrich, 7 News. There's new hope for people with a wide range of hard-to-treat health conditions with a new artificial intelligence platform giving access to the latest clinical trials. The open website allows users to type in any condition from migraines to cancer, linking them to clinical trials from around the world. It enables patients to access emerging treatments at no cost in monitored trials. Couples hoping to have children can now take a simple test to tell if they're likely to pass on genetic conditions to their child. The at-home screening kit developed by Monash IVF uses saliva to check for common childhood genetic conditions like cystic fibrosis. The test costs just over $1,200 and can be ordered online. These days, sneakers are so much more than footwear. In fact, collectors are now trading in a multi-billion dollar Australian sneaker economy. And ahead of Christmas, online sales are surging, with consumers warned to watch out for fakes. Alex is a bit obsessed. These are for Paris Fashion Week. Crazy colour. Had to pick those up. These are 80s bowling shoes. These were made famous by 50 Cent in the In The Club film clip. And this is just one quarter of his authentic collection. A thousand pairs or something like that. A lot of pairs. You could put down a house deposit with these. These are... Um, pretty special hug. Once belonging to Kramer, actor Michael Richards. Yeah, anywhere between twenty dollars and $50,000, I reckon. But where there's money to be made, there's money to be lost. Millions of pairs of counterfeits are available online. But this is more than just fashion. This is a $1 billion economy here in Australia. And much like a, a rare artwork or a property in Sydney's eastern suburbs, the value just keeps on rising. The global resale market is predicted to hit $30 billion by the year 2030. That's where these guys come in, the sneaker con sneaker sniffers. It's literally in their job description. Smells good. Smells good. Sweet. One of several methods to find fake kicks. A lot of 
counterfeits going out there. People want to have that clarity and that peace of mind. Their business has been booming through COVID, so much so they were acquired by eBay and now able to authenticate pre-owned pairs too. Customers can actually scan it, includes like when it was authenticated, you know, all the details around the actual shoe itself. The advice is regardless of from where you're buying, if the price seems too good to be true, it probably is. Tom Hartley, 7 News. If you're sending Christmas gifts in the mail using regular parcels and want them to arrive on time, then today is the cut-off. Express Post is still available if you already missed last week's deadline for parcels to Western Australia and the Northern Territory. You have until Wednesday for those two states or Monday week for Express Posting to the other states. For interstate cards and letters, this Thursday is the last day to be sure that they will make it. After being lost for 100 years, film has emerged of an Ashes test from 1921, showing Australia playing England at the MCG. Not unlike today, the England team had been in quarantine because of a typhus outbreak on board the ship they arrived on. Australia won the match. Arthur Maley with bowling figures of 9 for 121, an Australian test record that still stands to this day. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones wrapped up a strong week, up 216 points, the Nasdaq also higher. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1783 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 72 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.73 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. 30 tonnes of drugs with a street value of more than $5 billion have been vaporised by the Federal Police this year. The haul includes almost 20 tonnes of stimulants and more than a tonne of sedatives. That potential could cause massive damage to the community through violence and long-term health impacts. A special furnace turns the illegal substances into harmless steam and ash. At least three people have been killed after a gas explosion rocked the Ita Italian island of Sicily. The blast, thought to have been caused by a gas leak in an apartment, caused several buildings to collapse. Two women were pulled alive from the rubble. Sniffer dogs and a drone have been deployed to help rescue crews searching for five others who are still missing. A man has drowned in floodwaters in northern Spain. It's the second death linked to heavy rains which have caused several rivers to burst their banks. Homes have been flooded and cars and roads swept away in the deluge. Several towns are cut off by the flooding, said to be the worst in 20 years. The first patients with Omicron in the UK have been admitted to hospital. There are now more than 3,000 cases of the new coronavirus variant there and a third are in London. The government is under growing pressure to tighten COVID restrictions further with scientists warning of tens of thousands more deaths. A wave of infections is forecast in January. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. To sport now, and Max Verstappen has won the Formula One championship over Lewis Hamilton at a dramatic Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Heading to the final round, level on points, Hamilton was cruising to a record eighth title when the safety car came out after Nicholas Latifi crashed with five laps to go. Hamilton's 11-second lead was slashed, the race restarting with only one lap remaining. On fresh tyres, bad Max struck. He's going to make the lunch down the inside. Hamilton sees him coming. It's a late lunch by Verstappen, who takes the lead of the race. Verstappen held on to win the race and the title, but his celebrations were cut short after Mercedes appealed the results. Josh Hazelwood is all but certain to miss the second Ashes test in Adelaide. Hazelwood has headed back home to Sydney instead of flying with the Australian team to Adelaide today. The fast bowler suffered a side strain in the nine-wicket win over England at the Gabba and could be rested for the first pink ball test. Jai Richardson shapes as his likely replacement in the team. The second test starts on Thursday live on 7. In the Big Bash, the Melbourne Stars' big names led them to a six-wicket win over the Sydney Thunder. Andre Russell hit five sixes on his way to 42, but the West Indian rode his luck. First, the Bales didn't dislodge after the ball hit his stumps. Then the third umpire gave him a six rather than out after being caught on the boundary. So I think it's clear on that replay we've seen that when he flicked the ball back, his foot is on the rope. Earlier, Alex Ross hit an unbeaten 77, including four sixes in the Thunder's four for 155. Tonight, the Brisbane Heat take on the Melbourne Renegades from the Gold Coast, live on seven. The Central Coast Mariners have extended Sydney FC's winless start to the A-League season with a 2-0 win in Gosford. Two first-half goals in three minutes were enough to secure a 2-0 win. It's 2-0, it's Moraes! The Mariners in dreamland here. The Sky Blues have only two points from their f- opening four games. Leicester bounced back from their Europa League exit with an emphatic 4-0 win over Newcastle in the Premier League. Madison! The Foxes are up to 8th, while Newcastle remains 19th on the table. Socceroo Tommy Rogic scored the winner in Celtic's 1-0 win over Motherwell in Scotland. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs and lows will trigger showers and storms over northern Queensland, the top end and northern interior WA. A low over the Tasman Sea will continue to move away and allow winds, showers and large swell to ease. A tropical cyclone should develop over the Coral Sea. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Sunny with a top of 24 in Sydney. Partly cloudy, heading for 26 in Canberra. Mostly sunny, a warm top of 32 in Melbourne. Sunny in Hobart, heading for 25 degrees. Partly cloudy, 24 in Adelaide. Mostly sunny, 27 degrees the top in Perth. And partly cloudy, 35 in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Monday, the 13th of December, 2021.